date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Hello! (laughs) Hello, everyone! It's a happy Monday morning, isn't it, Peggy? Oh, yeah, we're both a little sleep-deprived. Sharon's got puppies coming. And a pregnant dog. Who knew? Who knew that dog was not going to sleep? She's not sleeping all day and up all night. Oh, man. And me, well, I too got a busy social life. Last night was busy. A good social life. Good. 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 A busy social life is good. You want to be doing that while you're single. Oh, yes. Yes. I have a great group of friends loving it. Yes. So so hopefully the energy is up today. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to get our energy up. We are talking about common dating mistakes. This is part two. Part two. Episode. 13. 13. We are at episode 13. Oh my gosh. And Halloween's coming. We're going to have to do a special Halloween podcast. Maybe we'll talk about scary. fear. Scary scary I was going to say we could talk about scary things in dating. Maybe we can talk about fear, how that plays a role. We could oh, have all sorts of fun yeah. for Halloween. Stay tuned, folks. No kidding. All right. So this is our first one for today. Our first common dating mistake. People don't realize this. The on again, off again. The on-again, off-again relationship. People just don't realize that when you're breaking up and getting back together a lot, it's there's just a problem. There's a problem. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with, you know, you're very attracted to this person or you're very, very attached to this person. But people will break up for a reason and get back together without fixing the reason. Okay, so let's tell me the difference between Ooh. attraction and attachment. Okay, so if you've listened to Love Chemicals, attraction and attachment are actually different chemicals, different um, the different ways that we feel things. Um, attachment would be our dopamine and our oxytocin that we get from kissing and snuggling and holding hands and all the great affection. And a lot of times... I don't it know just, why you keep talking about that. You know, Seriously? I know, I know, no one wants to talk about, <laughs> about kissing. kissing and cuddling. No. Oh, gosh. I know. We, don't, we, we hate that. We hate that <laughs> stuff. So Ew, icky. Right? <laughs> um, so that makes us attached to people. Spending a lot of time with a person makes us attached. And so... We have to be aware of that. And then attraction is our pheromonal response. That's our physical chemistry. That's what makes us want to throw ourselves in a guy's lap or, you know, reach out and touch somebody several times. It's like, why do I keep wanting to touch this person? And that is our pheromonal response. Um, So those are different. They are different. Our hypothalamus is where they think that our pheromonal response comes to. And that's responsible for our whole endocrine system, our whole hormonal Oh my gosh, Endocrine biology system. people, I biology. Know, biology. <laughs> we love it. We love our biology. Um, anyways, so we've got a lot of that going on when we're in relationships, and a lot of times we do think it's love. And so, you know, our attachment hormones, our dopamine and oxytocin are telling us, wow, we really miss this person, even though the red flags are flapping in the wind, right? Flapping, and flapping in the wind. <laughs> Get your red flags off that flap. Uh, you know, <laughs> so... Um, you know, so people break up because of whatever reason, but then they miss each other. Somebody reaches out and goes, I miss you over a text. And then they think, oh, well, we can work this out and get back together. But they never work it out. They're running on mostly hormones and chemicals. Mm. And so it's like when people do this on again, off again thing, they have to ask themselves, 
what's going to be different this time? Right. You know, who's going to compromise? Because obviously there's a problem, but nobody does that. It's just on again, off again, on again, off again. And I have to tell you, I have never seen a relationship work past about the third on again, off again, you know, that's good to know, you know, so if it's, yeah, if it's happening like that, you know, you either have to need to work it out and some, something's got to give, something's got to change. Somebody's got to compromise. You both have to compromise if you really want this relationship to work or you just got to let it go, which is hard because we feel attached and all our chemicals make us feel addicted to this person. Well, and you know what, too, I've seen this too, where we have a story in our head about the other person, Uh like, oh my gosh, they match all of these things. And if I could just get this one, two pieces that are not working or whatever, this would be, this would be my love of my life, you know, or or he has the love of my life. And I think we've got to be able to let go of that. Yes. We've really got to look at ourselves and say, what is it? What is it that I'm really attached to here? Am I attached to the idea of this person yes. or is this person the really the person, the person, the convenience, the attraction yeah, of the person? Yeah. The, yes. It's like, well, we live so close together. Why can't we make this work? You or know, are I mean, we looking to what's it going to be like to actually live with this person? Right. And nobody really thinks about that. And a lot of people think, you know, we just need to get married. We just need to get married and it'll work out because we're married. Like this marriage certificate is going to make things work out and it just does not. The things that bother you now, if you're dating someone, are going to be magnified a lot when when you get married. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So be aware if you're breaking up a lot, really start to ask yourself questions about why. Yes. What is it that keeps me coming back? Mm-hmm. Why can't I? And do the hard thing and just say yes. and set those boundaries. Yep. Set those boundaries. And that, 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 and it's going to feel different. It's probably going to be new for you. My guess is if you keep repeating this pattern, it's hard for you to set that boundary and to walk away and say, I am worth somebody who's willing to commit. Yes, somebody who's willing to, to be, compromise, to compromise, yes. somebody who's willing to fix things, right? To do what needs to be done to make this work. Yes. So keep that in mind. The on again, off again. It's a common mistake people make. It's it's not going to work. It's not going to work until things change. And that's maybe when you need to do you know get a professional involved. But I tell people if you need to get a professional while you're dating, that's probably not the person for you because really it should fit together. It should just fit together pretty easily. Yeah, they should have. Yeah, you want someone who's in the same space as you that's yes. done their work. Yes. Hopefully you have. Yes. And that's, that's um, going to be prepa- this prepared you know, to meet yes. you where you're at. Yes. Yes, for sure. Especially if you really if you have really worked hard to do your work and to get rid of your baggage and Absolutely. garbage. So, yes. So along those lines are all kind of related today. Um, ignoring red flags. So that we could do a whole podcast. On ignoring red flags. On ignoring red flags. But I kind of want to talk about, like you talked about... Um, the idea that we make we make things up in our head about who a person is. Yeah. Did you know there's an infatuation period that lasts about four to five months in the beginning of a relationship? I I did. She did because she did. hangs out with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also know that you know you need that time after the three to four months. Yours yours is four to five months. I say four to five months. Um, my like in high school, I literally had a four month capacity. 
for these these boys that I dated, like literally at four months, which was funny. One of my boyfriends, it was the base, best breakup of all times. Both <laughs> at four months, we kind of looked at each other and went, huh. It's like, are you really into this? And he's like, I'm really not. What happened? And we didn't know. We didn't know what happened, but we were like, we're good to be friends. Like it just both happened for us at the very same time. And like I said, best breakup in history because we just could be friends after that. And in fact, we went out again just for friend's sake after we graduated before we both left for college. Oh, fun. Just to catch up because it was a friendly breakup. I mean, it was the nicest thing ever. But And we, now you know why. And now I know why. But there's this four to five months. Literally, we know about... 20% of who a person is because the rose-colored glasses are so thick. And we generally make up the other 80%. And this is where we completely ignore all the red flags. Because after the four to five month period, we can see them usually. And that's usually the point that we're attached to this person. And then we've but, invested and we feel like, yes. oh, we need to see this through. And Yes, it's oh. like we are invested and we're attached to so the thought of breaking up with them is heartbreaking, but there are red flags everywhere. And if you were really thinking with your logical brain, because this is hard with all these other chemicals going on, you would see that the red flag started maybe at two weeks or maybe at one month. Oh, yeah. And, and if you really could go back and look through clear eyes, you would see that the bad behavior was really starting early on. So we need to be aware of the infatuation period. We need to be aware of red flags and bad behavior. We're all supposed to be on our best behavior. And I read a quote that said something about, um, I wish people would teach little girls boundaries instead of just being polite. But I think oh, that goes both yeah. ways. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. supposed to be polite and we're supposed to be nice and we're supposed to be accommodating and we're supposed to be like Jesus. And we don't say anything when little red flags and little bad behaviors start creeping in. And soon little ones become big ones. By the way, if you're struggling with this, you need to contact either Sharon or I, and we can help give you some languaging on around, around yes. that and how to practice that and be prepared for those things yes. and stay in yourself and your power instead of giving that away by by caving in by or by accepting in. the bad behavior and brushing it off and I need to pick my battles. Guess what? If you're early in a relationship, you don't need to pick your battles. It should not be a battle yeah. at all. Yeah. Your relationship should not be a battle. Here's part of what I found hard about this is that I was when I first started dating um, and I I, you know, we talk about the spirit and your relationship with Heavenly Father. Hopefully you guys are connected and you're working on that because you're al he's your ally. Yes. And I got regularly with guys I would, I would go out with or have some connection with and Heavenly Father would go, no. And I would go, but, but I need to give him a chance. But any, no. No. Yes. And I would be, but what if we, no. <laughs> How know? about, well, I didn't really, no. Peggy, no. Isn't that funny? It's such a gift, and we have such a hard time accepting it. Yeah. It is such a gift. To be to, to see to, those things. To have, to have Heavenly Father saying no. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and yet we're like, no, but he's really attractive, or he's really cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah no buts. No buts. No buts. No buts, because, because you need, we need to listen to our guts. Yes. And the more you ignore your gut, the more in danger you can be. Yes. 
it's a, it's a, it's super, super important. Right. So this is really important. And I've seen posts on Facebook where somebody had been dating someone and they had seen the red flags and they went through the whole thing. And eventually they went through this whole relationship and it fell apart because, but they had seen all the red flags. Yes. People don't accept any red flags. Right. There may be concerns. Yes. And that's different. Well, and you can clarify if you see a red flag. Um, my my wording would be, I find this behavior confusing. Oh, that's a great way to say. You know, um, okay, so this happened last night, and I've been thinking about it a lot, and it won't it won't leave my brain. I find it confusing. Can you clarify what that is? And if they're like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry, I didn't even realize that came out of my mouth, or I didn't even realize I did that, that's my garbage, that's a pink flag. That's something to watch for. Yeah. But it isn't necessarily a red flag, if you can clarify. But a lot of times we don't open our mouths and talk about it. And that's important. And that's important. So important. And can be uncomfortable, but we need to, I mean, you have to be able to handle conflict, uncomfortable moments. I mean, this is all a very healthy part of healthy relationship. Of a healthy relationship. People yeah. don't realize that if you want a healthy relationship, you have to do your part yeah. and open your mouth. So when I said concerns, it might be there are things going on in their life, like maybe something with their children or oh, yes. their life situation that you're like, I'm concerned about this. I really like you and I'd like to continue dating, but let's keep an eye on this. That's different than a red flag where you go, well, Right. What just happened? Right. <laughs> Why right. did he say that? Or yes, you know. Yes, that yeah. was that was confusing. You know, and you know, concerns are valid. If you have a concern, you can't let somebody tell you that that's not a valid. Yeah. A valid thing, and yeah. so just keep that in mind. So, be aware of the red flags. Ignoring red flags really is, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's it, they just get the little red flags just get bigger. Just be safe. Yes. This is a safety measure. Be safe with your for yourself by not ignoring red flags. Yes. And Ye- a little clarification can go a long way. Yes. Great point. All right. Um, something else I have seen, well, I've coached a lot of people through this, <laughs> is hanging in there too long. Oh, yes. So tell me more about this. Um. Some people hang in there too long because they really do care about the person and they're really worried about their feelings. And so they kind of hang in and they drop hints and the other person doesn't get it because the other person just thinks they're so what they're in love and this person loves me back because especially the woman side to the males. Ladies, men don't take hints. No, men, you, you have, have to spell it out. You ha- And that's not... A bad thing, men. I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not saying men should figure out how to take hints. Men just don't. Their brain is compartmentalized. They think so much different than us. So if you're dropping hints and you're trying to end the relationship by dropping hints and saying, well, this doesn't work out very well, or I don't think this looks very good in our relationship, they're not getting it. And so you trying to step around it, yes, step around it, spare their feelings or, um, you know, it's not sparing anybody's feelings. It's just making everybody more attached. Again, communication, clear yes. communication, having yes. courage to step up and say something that's uncomfortable, hard to do. Even if you've invested so much in the relationship, do yourself a favor. If it's time to leave and you know it, figure out a way to do that. 
Yes. And be really clear. Oh, yeah. So another thing people do is they hang in there because they're really comfortable. They oh, can yeah. see the relationships not going anywhere at all. I remember um, there was a cute uh, lady in our ward that was single, and they the ward had set her up with somebody's single brother. And I remember asking about it. And um, the brother you know, who had the single brother, I said, well, yeah, how's that going? They look really cute together and, and all this stuff. And he goes, they are in no further place than when they started. They are exactly in the same place in the relationship six months later as where they started. If the relationship is not progressing and it's not going anywhere, don't stay in there just because it's really comfortable. Yeah. And, and it might be a fear of being alone again, a fear of having to face yourself, whatever that is, whatever, whatever that is for you, but it's not going to help you and it's not going to help them. Right. And if you're really, really good friends, you can stay really, really good friends, you know, and a lot of, because mm -hmm. what you're doing is keeping yourself from actually being available for the right person. And keeping them, right? you know, and And so a lot of people can relate to this, just getting really comfortable in the relationship, especially ladies who have somebody who fixes things for them or, you know, (laughs) can step in and, you know, help with the kids. They provide some great things that I need. Yes. Right. Yes. Which, you know, you know, they're not the one, you know, Uh, you can Yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. So, um, so be aware of that. And then I, I, I call these the mean people. They're, they're hanging in the relationship, to, relationship, you know, saying we're not exclusive, but we're hanging in there until somebody better comes along. Okay, this is so mean. And people tell me this a lot. No, um, he's kind of my makeout friend or, you know, she's, she, she knows where the relationship's at. We're not exclusive because, you know, they're waiting for somebody else to come along. And I just think this is such a waste of time. An attachment, you are getting attached to this person whether you want to or not. And when they move on, you're probably going to be a little crushed, even if you know it's not supposed to work. Because oh, yeah. we get attached. We get attached. We get. We feel addicted. All that stuff goes on. So just be aware of that. You know, if you know the relationship isn't going to work, don't hang in there. You're not doing either one of you a favor. Yeah, it's ding next. Numbers game. You know, Fine, go go to the next person. Go yeah, if you're really person. serious about getting married, don't keep somebody as a placeholder. Move along seriously. And you know what? If you're struggling with that, you need to contact Sharon. She can help you with that. She's so great with giving practical things you can do to help you and thoughts and how you do all of that to move along. Yeah, call me call me anytime. Okay. Let's go on to the next, our last subject of the day. This one's interesting. Um, People don't realize this is a common mistake, but I see it all the time. Pretending to be somebody that you're not, or almost even pretending to be somebody else, you know, that goes, it goes small, like just being too agreeable or larger to maybe even embellishing stories or um, faking your likes and dislikes or half truths about what you're really into, but you know, like saying that you're into the same thing that another person is into. Maybe when you're not, like for example, I've watched too many people eat sushi <laughs> that didn't like it, <laughs> that didn't like it, that had to gag down sushi because they're just so agreeable. They just think they're not going to catch somebody. So this is really something to be aware of because this is when you need to look inside you. Absolutely. 
You know, what is wrong with who I am that I can't just say, I don't like sushi? Yeah, that you can't be authentic. Yes, that you can't be your authentic self. And so this is such a common mistake. I, I watch it all the time. I, I um, watch people say, you know, oh, I'm just tired of the social scene, but yet they're out at everything. It's like, why would you say that? But yet you're out, you know, it's like, who are you trying to You're giving conflicting messages. You know, yeah. And it's like, you don't have to do that. Just be who you are, you know? And so I think this is just such a a huge common mistake. Establish who you are and what you want. Have you done that? That's That's a strong boundary. That's a healthy way to be. That's, those are setting boundaries, who you are and what you want. Yeah. And what you want to be like. You and know, not, yes. you know, it's interesting, Sharon, because early on I dated this gentleman who was a great guy. He was, he was a business coach, had multiple businesses, very sharp guy. And he observed that the people in the singles world that were getting married and then getting divorced, it's because they were married, they, they were date they dated someone and married someone that they thought was more like who they wanted to be. Yes. rather than who they really were. Yes. So this being really authentic about who you are is the first place to land and and be there in order to have successful relationships. Yes, you don't need to agree with somebody that you don't agree with. In fact, they probably like it better if you didn't agree. If that you showed them you've and established how boring. it. Yes. How darn boring is that to yes. agree with everyone all the time? Right. You know, yeah. So um something to really keep your eye out on because you do want to establish what you want. There's a lot of people that just haven't really done that. Yeah. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about is I've seen this multiple times. Of course, I've seen it with men. I know that it happens with women too, but because I'm, you know, dating men, um, is that men will throw out hooks, all these hooks to all the women to see who's going to pick up the line. Oh, yes. Yes. Posts on Facebook. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's like, ah, tell me who you are and what you want right. and it's and, like who and wants some, to yeah. date me and they're just going to collect yeah, anybody yeah. well and then I'll, and then I know personally of guys that'll be throwing a hook out to me and throwing out to girlfriend and girl another girl and yes. I've talked to multiple women in the singles world and said this is a red flag he is just looking for someone that will buy into his hooks yes. that will eat his bait and, and will comply with what he wants. And that's a scary thing because that potentially, I'm not saying always, but potentially could be a situation where he wants to have control over you because he wants someone who's going to be compliant and be a yes girl and, yes. and help him and be his uh, awesome person, you know, who's yeah. going to buy into his stuff. And I'm like, and for me, it's like, no, no, no. Well, I even watched the, like the manipulation almost who I'm looking for an awesome lady. I'm looking for somebody who's awesome. Who wants to date me? Oh, and all these girls are like, I'm awesome. I want to date you. It's like, I'm awesome. I haven't established any personality or any interests of my own. I want to date you, <laughs> you know, and I'll establish your interests and your personality, you know, pretty much. But it's like there, there's always the extra little hook. I'm looking for somebody authentic and awesome. Or I'm looking for somebody pure and loyal. And and it's like these women go, oh, that's me. You know, that's me. And they haven't really established it. So be aware of that. I've watched, I've watched ladies do this too, men. Um, 
you know, put themselves in a really skin tight dress. You know, who's, who wants to take me out this weekend? It's like they haven't told you anything about themselves. All you see is the red dress, you know. So it's something to really be aware of um, because they haven't established what they're looking for. Or they would say that they've just put out a couple adjectives. Yeah. You know, and so they're probably haven't really established what they want, but they're going to get somebody that's not an authentic person or who doesn't think much of themselves. Great. So let's do the flip side of this when somebody's doing this to you. Yes. So when someone's being inauthentic, do you know? Do people know when that's happening? Well, Can I you think, tell? I think there's a lot of people pleasing involved in dating alone. Uh, you know, just by, you know, by itself, there's a lot of this. But when someone's going overboard, when someone's going overboard to get to know you and to get to know all your likes and your dislikes and they're being super agreeable about it, I think that's a huge red flag. And also, they may seem like the perfect person. There's so many things about them. Like, oh my gosh, we have so many things in common. And he just adores me and all of this really rosy colored <laughs> yes all these things live I, I i think when people talk about love bombing i think this is what it is it's almost a manipulation it's it's i'm going to get to know you and like all the things that you like well and, yeah and love and bombing yes. is manipulation yes just to be really clear but yeah making you feel like you're um and it, there's authentic ways to do this but inauthentic but you just have to be aware of it yeah well i mean somebody could be looking for maybe your status yeah. You know, they want to, they want to be on your level and, and they're looking for your status or, you know, you might be, you might be the it girl that they are really looking for. Or maybe it's even that they just haven't established themselves at a pers- as a person to the point that they just go from one person to the next to the next. Yeah. Looking to, you know, who's going to be the best person that I can mimic. Oh yeah. This is why it's so important to find someone who has a self that that they're and this can get complicated when we're talking about people who are really good at trying to do this to catch someone but that's not yes. the majority of people but we need to be aware that that can happen and can we talk a little bit about about when people are past feeling and they oh. become someone that you you don't realize yes. that they are yes. not a good person. Yes. So I want to share this quote. And yes, this is this goes along with it. They're they're establishing themselves as your perfect person because they don't feel they they don't care. You know, yeah. They're, they they don't have they they don't have compassion. Looking, they don't have. They're looking for um, somebody to manipulate. They don't have a self. And, yes, yeah, just and, looking for yes, someone yes, to mm-hmm. manipulate. And I think there are many many people in the singles world that have very familiar experience with this, but I wanted to read this quote from Neil A. Maxwell. The more coarse and crude people become, the less they are aware of it. Yes. A predator does not know he is a predator for he is past feeling. When people get involved in the adversary system, they start to become blind to, they don't feel they don't, and so they start right. to do things that you and I, uh, hopefully we're not doing that, but that you and I would can't comprehend that they right. would even do. Right. It's like, do you not have a heart? And right. It's kind of like they really don't. Yeah, like they really don't have a heart. So yes. you need to be aware that that is absolutely out there. And so just know that people, some people are past feeling. It's true. And it, they don't have your best interests at heart. What they want is all selfish and yeah, and they manipulate. That's how they get what they want. 
Great. Have we covered our subjects today? I think we have our common (laughs) mistakes. Hopefully you followed along with all that. Um, This has been great. (laughs) And again, if you are struggling with this, seriously, take some action. Take action is a faith word. Reach 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 out out. for some help. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. All right. For sure. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Bye-bye. for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you. 